0: motherfuckers, welcome to Shit Happens When You Party Naked, it's an awesome podcast. I'm joined by my wife, Christina. What's up, Christina? Hey everyone. Hey everybody. Hey. Uh, it's just me and her tonight, it's just a team Elmy night, it's just the two of us. Just the two of us. I'm pouring us a bourbon, just the two of us. Actually it's rye, it's technically it's not bourbon, it's rye. It's
1: where it all started though.
0: It's a little um, Woodford rye, a little Woodford rye.
1: I think you dribbled.
0: I always dribble a little bit. I'm getting old. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you dribbled a lot,
0: actually. I actually should have brought a napkin. I was I was pouring at a really bad angle. It was a terrible angle for a pour.
1: Nick I'm would sorry. not approve. I'm so sorry, Nick.
0: Crazy eyes, Nick. I'm so sorry. I spilled booze. So it's your favorite rye, honey.
1: It is, and I'm sipping a little Fireball.
0: Oh, you still have Fireball left, huh? Mm-hmm. No wonder you're in such a good mood.
1: Well, <laughs> and last, I only have half a shooter left.
0: Only half a shooter left. That's uh, mm-hmm. fucking travesty.
1: <sighs> Fireball's only the mo- the best whiskey ever made.
0: Um, I feel like there's a lot of people around here who would disagree with you on Fireball being the best whiskey.
1: I would like the best I can drink it. Like, f- quick and just get fucked up. You know, like, you can just drink and it. it's so good, so good, so good, and bam, then you're fucked up because yeah. you can just drink it so fast because yeah. it's so tasty. It's so, like eating a bunch of hot cinnamon,
0: those I was going to say, it's like eating, eating a whole lot of... It's like um, when Bill Cosby invites you over and he's like, here, drink this. You're like, oh, this is so good.
1: Mm, yeah, that's actually exactly what it's like. Yeah.
0: Mm, mm. And then you wake up and your butthole really hurts? Mm
1: -hmm. It's weird I'm not pregnant yet.
0: Is it really weird that you're not pregnant yet? Full disclosure for everybody listening, we are trying to conceive. As uh, ill-advised as that might be, Christina and I (laughs) are trying to have um, our first of four babies. We're going to have four babies, right? We're going to have four kids.
1: Yeah, I tell you, if you uh, can make some money. We sure can have those four babies. Let's have four babies.
0: I think four babies would be wonderful.
1: That means you're going to go work, motherfucker.
0: I think the the nice thing about four babies is if if we run into some hard times, we can always sell. Sell one off? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we always sell one <laughs> off. You know what I mean?
1: Or if one doesn't really work out.
0: Yeah, or if one doesn't really like work you're out.
1: You're an asshole. Yeah,
0: you're oh, a Never kid. mind. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Go away. We don't enjoy you that much after all. No. Get the fuck out, yeah. out of Yeah,
1: change our minds.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. We're going to give that one back. We drop one off at the uh, fire station. Oh, wherever. Three left. Yeah, yeah so I, I spent <clears throat> so much time as a competitive bodybuilder, very mm-hmm. seriously competitive bodybuilder, with all of the various things that come with competitive bodybuilding. That, um, Your balls? Uh, my balls don't come with competitive bodybuilding. They actually go away with competitive bodybuilding. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I had That's a hard fair. time finding them.
0: I'm trying to be somewhat subtle here, so thank you. Yeah, I can tell that you're not. I can really, yeah. I've been waiting for
1: this topic.
0: You've been really waiting. You've been counting the days on the calendar Mm -hmm. for us to talk about this bullshit. So I had to book an appointment. I had to go see an endocrinologist. Of course, I see an endocrinologist because I'm a type 1 diabetic, but I have to see an endocrinologist and I had to get a referral to a urologist. The urologist is going to uh, do various tests on my fertility. In fact, Today in the mail, you can hear this. This here is the work order for the semen analysis. The work order. This is the work
1: order. The
0: work order. The jerk order. (laughs) It's the jerk order because obviously one of us is going to be jerking me off into a cup. The uh, DX code is male infertility unspecified. Pick you, yeah. Well, pick me. I would hope so, because last time, last time a nurse jerked me off. It was a little weird, and his hands were really big, Mm -hmm. um, kind of uncomfortable, and it was a little weird. It was, you know, it's unlike anything I'm used. to. Did you come? Well, eventually. Yeah, I mean, that is my that is my talent in life. I always come.
1: I feel like you missed a whole part of the story though.
0: No, no, no. We've got plenty of time. Okay, we can, we're gonna, we're yeah, gonna fill we can, it in. Okay. We can go back. I just wanted to say what, what struck me when I was looking at this um lab requisition was the DX code was male infertility unspecified. Oh. Semen analysis. So they're gonna specify that's the that's the whole point of this, right? Is to figure out, hey, is this dude shooting blanks? Is there anything wrong with his
1: Can I see the paper?
0: Semen? His Baby batter, his spunk, his splooge, his man chowder. What's wrong with his dick milk?
1: And so what's going to be fun is you're going to have to... Are we going to call somebody?
0: I imagine they'll call us when they get the results.
1: Well, but what about going into it? I mean, I'm sure there's going to be like a specific cup yeah, and so instructions.
0: I guess since no one can see what we're handling, the materials that they sent us... They sent us an envelope with a requisition and anyone who's had a lab requisition for blood work or other medical testing knows that it's just a piece of paper folded up that you take with you to like a lab core or something like that. So. The, the deal with the, the requisition is that, obviously, I'm not just going to jack off on the paper, fold it up, and cram it right back in the envelope and send it to them, right? I mean, I need like Somebody
1: a- Somebody else's sperm might be on that, so.
0: <laughs> I, I sure hope not. Jesus. I know mail carriers. I, I sure as hell hope not. There's at least a couple listening to this. I hope that there's no semen already on this requisition form, although we can shine the black light on them. We later. could. But, but um, at any
1: rate, so that's just saying it's not the best-
0: yeah. What, what, what I'm saying is, yeah, that's not a very scientific test. If I just jack off on the requisition, cram it in an envelope, and send it back to them, I need to go in and obtain a sterile cup. They want me to, you know, obviously right. they're going to want me to use a receptacle. <laughs> that's
1: excellent. It's really good. Maybe you'll use that. Maybe you. Maybe won't.
0: I mean, it sounded pretty good. <laughs> I, I might have to. Yeah, I might have to use that. God, I love the magic of editing. <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, I don't know
0: how are we not pregnant yet I'm so hard <laughs> right now if you keep that up we're gonna do it for like a fourth <laughs> time today I mean fuck how are how are we now? with that with, with that if you just keep that up how are we not pregnant it's good foreplay yet? It is very good floor play. Yeah.
1: So my biggest question is. I
0: think I can smell it actually from here. That's <gasps> incredible.
1: It's incredible because we didn't to, open the windows. I
0: can feel it move. Well, yeah, it's noisy out there. though. I can feel it move. I
1: know, but I remember you were giving me the instruction that if you get pulled over, yeah, that you open the windows yeah. prior to meeting the cop.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, before if you pull you've been over. Drinking. Yeah, roll the windows down as you're pulling over so that the fresh air will blow all the Mm -hmm. old air out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You want there to be nothing but fresh air between you and the cop. You should have like
1: nine commandments of if you're going to have a couple drinks and drive, the do's and don'ts. Yeah,
0: I mean, maybe that's something we could develop as part of this, like an ongoing, Mm -hmm. I guess an ongoing thing as part Mm -hmm. of this podcast could be like, I mean, I I have a feeling that we, we were a bad influence in general, um, so now
1: we need to teach you some safety tricks.
0: So yeah, let's 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 safety dispense tips. some advice. Yeah. I think this would be a wonderful opportunity to dispense some advice. So, so you just
1: gave your first t- your first yeah, number one like, commandment. I
0: feel like that was the first tip. When you get pulled over by the police, um, turn this program down, but then roll your windows down as you're pulling over. So you're still going like thirty miles an hour, twenty miles an hour, ten miles an hour, while your windows are down. It's going to blow all of the old air out. You want that old air that you've been recycling, like bre- you've been breathing in the car and it's been shut up in the car. So of course, when you roll your window down the officer standing right there, he's going to smell the booze in your breath. What you need to do is roll those windows down as you're pulling over, right? For the last hundred yards or so, have those windows down, have the sunroof o- o- open if you've got a sunroof and uh, really like let that that car clear out as you're pulling over, which is good. I mean, unless you plan to murder the police officer, and then in which then case, you know, do, do your matter. thing. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You're going to kill him anyway. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's the, the the big news in my life is that I got to jack off on somebody's microscope slide so that they can analyze my semen to make sure that the sperm count and motility is, is good to go.
1: I still have questions.
0: Yeah, what's your question?
1: So, we have the lab order. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So,. Are we going to be going to the, wherever, the hospital, getting a cup and going home and filling the cup? Or are we going to be staying at the hospital and filling the cup?
0: I don't believe we'll be checking into the hospital I'm no not, I,
1: it's not I don't indication. think they're gonna have me
0: change into a gown or anything like that
1: no but are you gonna are we, are we going to go into a room <laughs> he's turning a little bit red uh, which just the whole fucking goal
0: that's an excellent question I mean I imagine that they're going to give me a cop from what I've heard at least. Uh, Who'd you from hear
1: others? from? Did you well, like read it on Reddit I've, or something?
0: I've, I've read a little online, but you know, I've I have had some close friends who have also gone through the the fertility thing and all of the requisite testing. And so, since I've had friends who go through all of that um, requisite testing, I mean, I, I I have a little bit of foreknowledge. But I think they give you a sterile cup, they let you go home to produce the specimen at your leisure, and then uh, then. You will bring the specimen back, but you have a certain amount of time in which you need to bring that specimen back. You can't just jerk off in the cup and then wait two days and then take it back because anybody who's ever used a sock to to clean up, you know that shit dries up, (laughs) crusts up. That sock is like stiff as a board. So you can't wait too long. You got to get that jizz to them before too long.
1: And so with taking care of that cup of jizz, Mm -hmm. do we refrigerate it?
0: I, it's probably not like the new kidney that I'm going to require in a couple of years. That I don't think you have to put it in a my, cooler. Okay.
1: So you're flies. able to leave it out at room temperature.
0: I, I mean, I think you produce the sample and then you probably have about a half hour or so to a get it. A half hour? Yes. Wow. Yeah. So
1: we have to plan.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: So it can't be at, like, 2 no, o'clock in the morning no, post a couple drinks.
0: No. Yeah, you're not going to roll over at, like, 1 a.m. and think, ooh, hey. Let's, let's
1: take care of that cup. Yeah, look at that.
0: <laughs> hey. Where's that cup? Because oh, if it happens at where's 1 in the morning. Where's that
1: cup when you exactly. need it?
0: No, what's going to happen is it's 1 in the morning. You roll over. You're like, whoa, hey, hey, I'm feeling good. All right, let's Let's do this. And let's Where's that cup? It. You're going to wind up grabbing whatever water cup is like, you know, in your, in your kind of midnight stupor as it's dark out and you're, you're sleepy. <laughs> you know, you reach for that cup that's on the bedside table, and then I'm going to wind up jacking off in your water or something like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you're not going to grab the right cup mm-hmm. at 1 a.m., mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so that's cool. So we're going to have to go get the cup. Yep. It's going to have to be between the hour, business hours. Um, yeah. Really. I, it doesn't seem like it's a weekend thing unless they're open. So we'll probably it'll probably behoove us to find out what the hours of operations yeah. are so we can plan accordingly. Uh-huh. And I so I can. also wanted to back up a little bit because, as I, I said earlier, I feel like we missed a little bit of the story. Okay. Hmm. So um, – You know, we've been trying to have babies for how long, would you say?
0: I mean, seriously trying? We've been married for. We've been married for like a little over two years now it's it's not quite two and a half, but it's getting close to two and a half. And I think if we had conceived at any point after we got married, I think we would have been okay with that. but mm. legit trying, I think it's been you know maybe a little bit up under a year mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. or so yes, I agree. and so we agreed that you know we probably needed well, because I was going to the gynecologist and we decided that we needed to likely do some testing or whatever. Yeah. And so you went to the endo endocrinologist because you wanted to get your information so you talked to talk to him. And he told you that you needed um, to get a go to the urinologist. Urologist. Urologist. urologist yeah. And it, then it required you to call somebody.
0: I feel like a urinologist is a guy who likes to get peed on a whole lot.
1: Might like be. Sexually. Urologist. Yeah. So how efficiently did you complete the task of calling the urologist, and did you need any help? From, <laughs> I, <laughs> from say, myself? So from like or maybe my mother-in-law. mother-in-law. Yeah. Yeah, I,
0: I had a feeling I let's knew where ex- you were going with this. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah, let's open that up a little bit. Yeah, I knew where that. you were going with this bullshit for a minute. I knew where you were going. Yeah, yeah okay, look. Bullshit.
1: Let's talk I'm, about bullshit. Look, you I'm needed my mother in law to fucking have text you in every fucking morning <laughs> to remind you to call the doctors. But was But so, any females out there who are married, if you need something to get done, this was a very effective method because it only took about a week (laughs) of my mom texting him.
0: All right, what I'll say is that... Look, any females out there that want to make your husband completely flaccid and soft for the entirety of the day, why don't you get your your mom, his mother-in-law, to to fucking text your husband about getting her fucking pregnant? Because I tell you what, that shit worked about the opposite of fucking Spanish fly. That shit was like the inverse of Cialis. That shit Mm -hmm. made my fucking dick go back inside me. That shit was fucking softer than fucking spaghetti noodle had been overcooked. I'm telling you what, if there was an aphrodisiac... That shit ain't it. Your mother-in-law <laughs> fucking sending you a text in the morning saying, oh, hey, have you gotten my fucking daughter pregnant yet? Hey, <laughs> hey, play with your dick. I'll bring- She offered to bring me fucking porn last time we had them over. She said she'd bring me a fucking magazine I to produce my just, sample. I what the it's fuck? I think very considerate. Yeah, okay, look. She's just a team player. It's very kind of her. And clearly she wants another grandkid. She does. She's already got like seven grandkids, but clearly she wants another. Wow, that's cool. She, she has, I like think, eight yeah, but, uh, and, and I'm totally cool with providing her with more, but listen, I don't need her standing behind me pushing my hips to help me with the thrusting, <laughs> if you know what I mean. I appreciate the support from afar, from very afar. I need the support way out there. So what my wife had my mother-in-law doing was fucking texting me every day like, hey, did you call your doctor yet? You got." And let a- me say
1: something real quick. It wasn't even my idea. This was her idea. Just putting that out there. you know what?
0: Honestly, I don't I just gave the green was, light. It was a fucking terrible idea. You shouldn't Who give me, me the green it light. Down. Why that was a terrible idea? Why why do you let her do that? But she's texting me every day telling me to you know call a doctor <laughs> and shit. I'm like, look. And she's I-
1: even giving you tips of, hey, you know, if you're eating, if you're driving to work, perfect time for you to call. Time. So she was yeah. like even You know, trying to help out with this, like, when... My
0: mother-in-law, my mother-in-law texts me and says, if you're jerking off right now, consider, you could be jacking off into a sterile cup and (laughs) handing it to the fucking doctor so they could test your fucking sperm so you can make me a grandkid. So stop jerking off into a fucking tissue.
1: (laughs) You're wasting it.
0: Don't throw it away. Don't let that swirl down the drain and go right down the fucking shower drain. Stop it. (laughs) Stop it.
1: And then there was one time when she texted you and I think it was before she started messaging you the daily reminders mm-hmm. and she was like, "Hey, have you have you gotten that test yet of your little <laughs> swimmers?"
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. That wasn't weird. Hey. Need to have a talk with Earl and be like, dude, oh come on, God. man, hook me. You're a guy. You you got to know how this feels. You gotta, come on, help me out so here, funny. Earl.
1: You could feel Jason's red cheeks through the text. It was awesome.
0: It's difficult to embarrass me. I will admit, I'm oftentimes credited with, like Daredevil, the Marvel Comics character. Daredevil is the man without fear. I am the man without embarrassment. I don't feel embarrassed. It just doesn't affect me. I don't give a shit. I mean, if you've heard this podcast more than once, you know, I don't give a fuck. But that was like one of the few things it was my mother-in-law, my sweet mother-in-law. She's a nice little lady. She goes to church every Sunday. She doesn't like people saying the F word, but she will talk about my ejaculate. It's a little weird. <laughs> it's just a little weird for me. So funny. She's like encouraging me to jack off on a microscope slide. I got to jack off and on sleep some with dude's her daughter. And sleep with her daughter. Mm. Although we're married now. They have to know that's going on. It's yeah. not like they can pretend. No. Like that's not She a wants thing. it to
1: happen so we can give her a baby.
0: She does. Did you tell her that we stick to anal sex? Because that's kind of a... Mm. Makes it a little harder to conceive. We probably yeah. should switch to vaginal, shouldn't we? We probably, probably why should. it's taken almost that's a so year, weird. right?
1: Maybe we should hold off on the... On the testing. Yeah. We've obviously been doing it wrong.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just, I read that on the internet today. So so, um, last week when we were uh, graciously hosted by our podcast NH brethren, Meter and Pepin of the show, We Need to Talk. Love them. Yeah. That was a fun time, wasn't it? That
1: was so much fun. I had a ton
0: of fun hanging out with those two dudes. Um, It's always fun to hang out with a couple of other people that are into the weird shit you're into, podcasting and and porn and Shake That Bear and stuff. So uh, we had a great time hanging out with them. Uh, I encourage everybody to check out their show. We Need to Talk. Mm. Hook up with them on um, Twitter at uh, WNTT1, I believe, on Twitter. Hook up with them. Listen to their show after this. Go download it on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher or wherever, but... Yeah, they're
1: fantastic. Um, yeah,
0: they were a ton of fun to hang out with. But I feel like we we did have quite a long conversation between recording their podcast and then recording our podcast back to back. Um, I feel like we did have a lot of chance to talk about um, like porn and, and sex toys, especially when so I was- So much porn. Remember when I was going through that bag, I was trying to find the, the shirts that I was going to give them. I made these nice um, yeah. shit happens when you party naked t-shirts. Also, feel free to email me if you want a t-shirt, jason.alme, A-L-M-E, at I got. We, we have Shit Happens When You uh, Party Naked t-shirts yeah, now. And there's,
1: so. th- I would say there's two options of the t-shirts. One, if you want one that's never been worn, or two, if you would like the t-shirt that Jason has not stopped wearing since he got his t-shirt, I think we're about three weeks in. It's not three weeks. It's never been washed. No. Um, He sometimes sleeps with this, mostly does not though, because normally he likes to sleep in the nude. But love sleeping naked. He loves sleeping naked. But so that one would be actually, you know, a couple dollars more expensive. Yeah. So I feel like that has a little bit of, you know, Jason juice in it. Maybe a little Jason sweat. I don't know. I I was
0: gonna say the Jason juice sounds like Mm. what I need to submit to this fucking lab over here so they can Mm. examine it. The Jason juice. Well, you
1: might find a little bit of that. Depends on how erect and how much it shot up.
0: Oh, yeah. You know,
1: so it just might be on the bottom of your t-shirt, it might be a little spot.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, there might be a
1: But the, there's two shirts Dick-shaped
0: shit smear on the shirt, but mm-hmm. Yeah, we so we have shirts and I gave them some shirts. And you remember when I was, like, looking through the bag, I was trying to find the shirts, and there was, I mean, there was a ton of other Mm. stuff in the bag.
1: so weird that it just was in that
0: bag. Well, it was, was, I just grabbed the closest bag. I didn't really, we were in a Mm. hurry. So I grabbed the closest bag, and so as I'm going through it, I'm pulling out lube, I pull out handcuffs, I pull out a vibrator, I pull out another bigger pinker vibrator with the little hummingbird on it. He has a
1: girlfriend that he hangs out with, too.
0: Absolutely not. Um, So... I was just thinking, though, in the wake of that embarrassing moment when we pulled out all of the sex shit in front of Meter and Pepin that do you feel like women have better sex toys than men? Like the, the sex toys that are designed for men, we talked about a little bit too with the fleshlights and the pocket pussies. But
1: pocket pussy.
0: Let me tell you about that a pocket pussy. That thing was
1: freaking crazy. A
0: pocket pussy is basically an old tennis ball with a hole cut in it that you fuck. It's a piece of rubber with a hole in it that you put your dick in. What I'm saying, though, my main thesis, the drive of this this whole topic that I've brought up to you is that I feel like men's sex toys are rather subpar. Subpar. I feel like they're rather like men's. um, What am I going for? Our standards. Men's standards are relatively low. Yeah, give me a hole. Hopefully something that's not totally cold, and I will thrust my penis in until I come. Yeah, I'm good. An apple pie. Boom. Boom. Yeah, well, that was a movie. I don't know anybody that actually did that in real life. But what I'm saying is, though, that looking at these sex toys for women there's this pink thing and it's got these little balls on the inside that like rotate and the other thing's like hammering your clit. It was a
1: Hummerbird.
0: Yeah. The Hummingbird's like ramming your clit while the other has, thing's rotating 360 okay. and going in and out and the whole thing's like fucking going crazy. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I'm having sex with a tennis ball with a fucking hole cut in it. What is mm-hmm, this? It's true. So my question, do you feel yeah. like women have better sex toys?
1: Um, I mean, I guess what's interesting is this show has really educated me on some of the sex toys available for okay. males. Um, for
0: men, maybe. But you had these sex toys well before we began the show. Before you and I even started dating so you had some sex toys. So you I had to had have th- known what was available for women, at
1: least. For women, yes. And, and that fancy schmancy um, vibrator you were just referring to that had the rotating head, mm-hmm. the hummingbird to really stimulate the clitoris. Um, that thing is similar to... Oh, I think it's called the rabbit. Um, so it's a simul- similar vibrator. It's like 80 or 90 bucks. Whoa. And to me, it's really a crock of shit. You know, it's unnecessary. I don't know how much males use sex toys. I think that the sex market, the toys on the market... Females, um, I feel like it's more socially acceptable, and like females just more commonly mm. have their, their quote unquote drawer of sex toys. So it seems like they're, you know, and it's in, in like girls um, getting a female off is more complicated, or like the females are going to want something a little bit cuter or sexier mm. or something, whereas a dude you know just give them something to thrust into that's compressing their dick a little bit and don't make it cold as you said and that no. seems good so I would say that there's probably a little bit more money put into yeah. the female sex toy
0: I'm glad you agree because um mm-hmm. it, it sounds like you concur with me and I think that my
1: was that a long no answer it's, it's <laughs> fine. yeah I
0: mean it was well thought out clearly Thank you. you've Considered this topic, and um, <laughs> I, I just feel like that with with the sex toys, like you said, guys are maybe somewhat easy to please, you know. And do we do we really want to spend ninety bucks on something that's gonna, you know, twenty seconds of pleasure? <laughs> <laughs> but hold on, hold on, it's twenty seconds of pleasure, but it's also four times a day, seven days a week, mm. thirty one days every single month, including February. So it
1: needs it needs more longevity.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying, is don't be able to wear this thing out. I mean, yeah. you don't need it to go for a whole hour, because mm. well, why the fuck would you do that? Who's jacking off It doesn't off need a big hour? battery. No, no, If no, it no. has a battery. If it even has a battery. Most of these things are like, it's rubber that's sh- molded in the shape of a vagina, and you just, you know. Can like I tell I said, you a story? You have a story? Yeah. Tell me a story.
1: Mm. Tell me. So this is before we were together. Whoa. Mm -hmm. And it was actually when, I must have been between my, between grad school and my internship because I was living with my parents, okay? And so I had a good amount of wine, like a decent, you know, I was drunk on wine. Where are we going with this? Don't worry. And so. I'm a
0: little worried.
1: Well, (laughs) that's okay. I think it's okay if you're worried. Um it's a sharing story. Yeah, I feel like we could, share. We, we could always cut this out if it feels <laughs> like it's too much. Um and so I had a bunch of wine, had my vibrator, watched some fun videos. Oh. Yeah.
0: On the computer?
1: Uh, on my computer. I see. I see. And guess how many times I made myself get off with the vibrator? One and a half. That would have been a sad sad <laughs> night.
0: Indeed. Uh thirty-seven.
1: No, but a about a about a third of that. Oh wow. I know.
0: That sounds like a dozen. Yeah. A baker's dozen?
1: It was a dozen? baker's it was a dozen. A dozen.
0: So that brings up my next point, actually. That that actually elucidates my next point almost perfectly. You're almost welcome. more eloquently than I could. Yeah, thank you. Um I feel like maybe. When you're, as a man at least, I can't speak as a lady because I've never been a lady, but as a man, um, when you are presented with the multitude of very, like, highly specialized female. Sexual toys, all of the stuff that's available for you women, mm-hmm. and you just mentioned the thing that stimulates the clit. Plus, it's got the rotating head. Plus, it's like—I mean—that thing does shit that's physiologically not possible for <laughs> me. I mean, the fucking head rotates. What am I going to get my fucking the head of my cock and my bell end to spin around like the Exorcist head? You're going to get fuck?
1: in. You're going to get in me, and then you're going to like just kind of like spin your body so your penis is like the kickstand, and then you'll just kind of somehow spin around
0: like my whole body like
1: like hands up feet yeah. up and just
0: yeah and you're gonna spin me like I'll, a,
1: I'll, I'll move your feet
0: yeah yeah every time the feet go back <laughs> yeah, past, just, you'll, you'll hit them again yeah. and i'll just <laughs> but what what happens when i get dizzy on that ride
1: <laughs> oh my god i feel like i'm
0: gonna get dizzy i feel like Face i'm gonna get plant. dizzy yeah, I feel like I'd fall right off. I don't feel like I'd be able to maintain that for very direct. long at all. I don't think I'd be able to maintain that for long enough to be pleasurable. And, and fact is, as a man, I look at that pink thing with the the hummingbird and shit, and I'm, I'm impressed looking at that thing with the balls. It's got the head that rotates. It's got the it's got the clitoral stimulator, and I'm like, what the fuck? Is it I at mean, all
1: in, uh, intimidating?
0: Well, that's what I'm getting at is, like, on the one hand, I'm impressed. Like, human ingenuity, the the fact that we could even make such a thing. We're an incredible species. I mean, fuck the Apollo missions. Fuck Tesla. Fuck going to Mars. Fuck SpaceX. The dildos we can make, the fucking vibrators that we can make it's incredible. It says something for us as a species. But then Mm. on the other hand, you look at this thing and you're like, look, I'm obsolete now. I'm just flesh and blood. This thing is a fucking creation of science that fucking does shit inside a vagina that I fucking never dreamed of, even as a 13-year-old. I couldn't fucking think of doing this shit to some poor girl's vagina that this thing could do. I should just go home. I should retire right now. So it is a little intimidating, as you said.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've heard that um, some people speculate that once – Um, A female has started using a vibrator that it's difficult for a male to please her, like going down on her because the, you know, the vibration of the clit is so
0: Hmm.
1: fast and hard to actually simulate. But I don't think that's true.
0: Look, I'm going to tell you, I might actually.
1: That was just said by a female to make the males work harder. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you think so like I yeah think I keep so. getting it dude. but yeah. I actually think that maybe maybe they said that to make the males work harder but then maybe maybe it is true to some degree because it's like look, I mean, my mom made great sandwiches, but now I'm, I'm going to Moe's and that fucking shit, fuck it. I'm not, I'm not having what my mom made I anymore mean, a fucking ham sandwich, my, the bologna my mom used to make when I was fucking six. Fuck that. I've had Moe's. I've had the fucking Italian. I've had the fucking turkey from Moe's with the fucking, you get the onions on there, you get, the, you get the cheese, it's perfect, the bread, just right. You get a little mayo on there, you get a little oil and vinegar, you get the lettuce, oh, it's so fucking good. Fuck what my mom made. That's the dildos, right? Like, but holy shit, this thing goes to... The- I think
1: I think that's an excellent comparison because the, the most sandwich is not made with love. It's just slapped together. They don't care about you. You just go up, you order it, you get it. And that's similar to the vibrator. But when your mom makes it, you're having some conversation. She's making with love. Mm she there's memories associated with it. She's sitting down talking to you. So there's like a whole different experience and in like emotion that's gonna build the enjoyment of the sandwich. So I think because of that, the vibrator can never replace being intimate with with some significant other, I see. you know, because it's like it's just a stand in, you see. know, like. I would I mean we saw the batteries on the the spinning purple vibrator, but were corroded. I mean I don't even know that. Yeah. You know?
0: So I, I guess what you're trying to say to me is that big
1: fucking compliment.
0: I it feels complimentary. So what you're saying to me is that the 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 vibrators with all of their fancy um, you know, all the different bells and whistles they've got, it's not quite the same as me with my hairy back and my body odor and the sweat and the, you're saying that it's it's a better overall experience to be able to like run your fingers through my back hair is what you're saying <laughs> is that the 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 vibrator can't provide you with that no like
1: no the, the vibrator's bald
0: yeah and it can't roll off of you and be like oh it was great sweetheart <laughs> You know, your vibrator doesn't Mm. start to snore right after, immediately after, right?
1: But don't worry. I still pick you, baby.
0: Thank you. That makes me feel much better. I hope we can get pregnant after that conversation.
1: I don't see how we couldn't.
0: That was not emasculating at all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: my God. so funny.
0: The conversations we have when we drink. All right. So, um... If you couldn't tell from that last conversation, my my wife and I are just a really stupendous couple. I think, um, without tooting our own horn, I think we are just a really wonderful, great couple. Um, and I think oftentimes, um, and we, you know, I just said we've been married for a little over two years. It's been like I don't know, coming up on two and a half years. So it's not like we've been married forever. We haven't been mm. married forever. We've been together for a little over five years married for a little over two. It's
1: been awesome. Um,
0: it has been awesome. I've loved every minute of it. Um, so, but, but what I'm trying to say, I guess, is that we haven't... It's not like we've been married forever. Mm-hmm. It's not like... Uh, we're not like your 80-year-old grandparents that have been married for 70 years trying to... Wait, they got married when they're 10? <laughs> your 80-year-old grandparents have been married for 70 years. I don't think that would work mathematically. People still do sometimes ask us, like, wow, you guys are like a really great married couple. You guys I really, hear that all the
1: time. You know, I honestly think people... Give us great. um, We get a lot of credit. We do, and and I agree. I think that um, I'm excited about our marriage and our relationship. And
0: uh, (laughs) what the fuck, man? (laughs) What are you What are you doing over there? What are you drinking? Don't I I think it's because I was full.
1: No, I think it was because of um, dinner. I think I just maybe you're
0: gassy because of dinner. I don't. I
1: think maybe I ate it fast. What the fuck was I starting to say?
0: We were just talking about how um just enthusiastic we are about being married,
1: I think, oh, yeah. And it's interesting being married because you're like, obviously, uh, you're you're my longest relationship. Like mm-hmm. I've never been in this a long-term relationship. And so it's really interesting experiencing this with you. Yeah. and um, experiencing the getting to know someone and, and melding and um, growing together and stuff. And it's awesome. Yeah, like I, I fucking love it.
0: I fucking love it too. I totally agree. But are you ever asked for advice? I mean, would you say that we're at a point, I know that we're still kind of new to the whole marriage thing with each other, but would you think that we're in a position to provide advice? Because I, I mean, sometimes we do get asked.
1: I feel like we're in a position to say because I think five years is not a small feat True. at all. I True. fucking all, holy motherfuck at all. <laughs>
0: uh, I don't. I feel like I don't know what, what does that mean. Is that, I feel like your your implication is uh, maybe that
1: that it's you know you can I, like we've gone through our periods where. Melding or molding or, or merging is the right word. Mm-hmm. Molding, uh, I'm sorry, merging your life with somebody is a, a new experience. And I think, you know, you're taking two completely different people and you're trying to live as one and that can present, you know, different things. Like you're mm-hmm. used to living your way, I'm used to living my way, but I think the way to go about it is is talking and communicating yeah. so like, and being open about it.
0: For instance, I'm used to peeing in the shower, and you like to shower with me, so that can be a conflict, right? I mean,
1: yeah, no, sh- no peeing in the shower. So there had to be some ground rules that we were both comfortable with. But again, it goes back to communication. I say, yeah, we way to be okay talking about it in an open way. And you know, you told me you like to pee in the shower. And you asked me how do I feel about that? Yeah. And I felt safe to tell you that I think it's fucking gross. What? And unless you want to clean the motherfucking shower, You're every time sterile. I'm talking, every time.
0: <laughs> I'm talking, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> every time after you pee.
0: How are you going to clean it every time? Urine is sterile. It's it's urea. It's nitrogenous waste and and it's not it dissolved in water. It, urine is perfectly sterile. Dare you to look that up online?
1: Right? Well, I know that you know it, it it has some qualities. However, it's still pee. It's considered waste.
0: It is. Well, no, it's certainly waste. It's, it's all it's the byproducts yeah. that our
1: body doesn't want.
0: So I think we were. Uh, I was going to hit you with a marriage advice question that I received. Mm. Um, we've known a few people that have been married at various ages, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So um, the the question that I got most recently was, what is the best age or ideal age for somebody to get married? Mm. Do you think there's a too young? Is there a too old? Et cetera. That's
1: an interesting question. That's
0: what I thought. I mean, at least a good one for us to do our first marriage question feel free Mm -hmm. to send us any questions for advice if you want some really shitty advice send us a question
1: absolutely um so i think that in the olden days you know like our parents age people got married young and that was just what was expected that was the norm and we have now morphed into scenarios where the males work the females work and I feel like it's more um, it's more realistic for people to get married a little bit older like I think that also in the olden days people didn't get divorced like it just was less socially acceptable
0: Well people died at 37 too so it's yeah. not like you had to put up with each other that long
1: yeah and even if you did and if you didn't die it was the nor- It it just wasn't as acceptable to get divorced so yeah. you were staying with somebody even if it didn't work out. And it seems like when you're going through your 20s, you're so young, you're experiencing life, you're experiencing life off of your mom's head or your parents' payroll or whatever. You're like finally going out and you're going to change so much. And then by the time you hit your 30s, you're a completely different person. You're just, you're, you're creeping up on adulthood. And it seems like so many people realize they're not with the right person. And and I, I feel like I've seen some friends do that. Mm. They, str- they struggle with that because they, they rush off and they get married too soon. And it's like, why fucking rush to get married? And so I think that 30s are a uh, good age, l- latter 20s. But like getting married too soon, like why fucking rush into it? You're okay. not financially ready. You have so much learning to do, you have so much life to live.
0: But I mean, what if you find the right person? What if you what if you and I had met instead of meeting when we were in our young thirties? What if we had met when we were what if we met ten years old earlier and I was twenty and you were thirty two or twenty two? I don't
1: know. What do you think?
0: I'm not sure either. I mean like well your your statement a moment ago seemed hmm. to imply that there was like uh, there's a good age. And I, honestly, like I kind of agree with that too that there's probably a a better age.
1: It's more the 5%. It's like the low end of the bell curve now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I mean on the one hand I do think like given where we're currently at in society, I do think maybe there is like you said right around the 30-ish Age. that's probably the best time to get married. And that if you get married too far below 30, that that might be a little on the too young side. Mm -hmm. Is there a too old? I mean, if you want to have kids, obviously there's probably a too old, right? I mean, you don't want to wait till you're 50 to try to get married Mm -hmm. and then have have biological children, not adopt.
1: Mm -hmm. But at that point, it's, it's, I think, still more probable that they have, maybe it's their second marriage. Or maybe Maybe. they already have kids. Yeah. And I guess that my opinion is driven by, obviously, we got married in our 30s. And I saw uh, friends, more family get married um, in their younger 20s. And they're still married. You know, my brother and sister both got married uh, when they were in their young to mid-20s. But they both had kids a little bit earlier. Um, You know, they went through some struggles, but they're still, I feel like, They're both doing the best Mm -hmm. that they've been together. Like I think their marriages now are incredibly strong, but they went through some challenges at so first.
0: Do you think maybe those challenges are inherent to like kind of growing as a person during That's your totally 20s and then, me, yeah. yeah. And then when you hit your thirties, you're maybe a little bit more grounded. Yeah. A more grounded. Yeah. More more grounded. Yeah, yeah. Precisely. 100%. And then you're a little bit more ready for that relationship. So mm-hmm. even though those relationships formed prior to, when they were in their 30s, those relationships formed when they were in their late teens mm-hmm. and early 20s, that maybe that they, they weathered those storms of the 20s and then got to their 30s and then they were able to settle in more and say, mm-hmm. you know what, this is really, really good. Mm-hmm. And, but I mean- but
1: they went through some hell. I'm sure they did. They did. Or I shouldn't say hell, but they went through some definitely challenging times. And looking back, this is such- this is a cool conversation because I went through some challenging times. I was struggling being single. It's a tough time to be in that series of relationship. And I feel that when you and I got together, I just knew. And I don't know if it's because I was emotionally, mentally ready, if it was just you, or if it was a combination. It was totally me. <laughs> But I felt I felt mentally and on a maturity level ready. I feel like when we're younger, you know, that's just you're just not quite as ready, you know? And like, because love can be scary. Like that was yeah. the biggest thing that surprised me is that it's fucking scary as shit to have these insane feelings for somebody and want to give your heart to them and trust that they're going to take care of your heart and blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. And so it's like, a, like whoa, this is intense. It seems like if you're a little bit older, you're more able to deal and, you know, kind of take care of that.
0: I think so too. I mean, I think you're you're maybe when you get older, you're a little bit more, you know, self-assured and confident and it's a little easier for you to then be open with people. And, and you mentioned the communication, so that's very important that you're able to talk about things that sometimes are, are kind of hard to talk about that um, are still important for a couple to discuss. And, and
1: I fucking love you. I love
0: you, too. Thank you, honey. I love you. But, um, you know, I do, on the other hand, I do sometimes wish we had met when we were both a little younger because mm. I feel like I would not have to jack off on some <laughs> dude's microscope slide next week. <laughs> You know what I mean? I feel like maybe uh, we'd have had a little bit easier time you getting know. you knocked up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm praying for that's twins true. or something, but, you know.
1: Honestly, I'm okay with twins at this point.
0: Whatever gets us closer to number four, right? Mm. We got to have We got to pop four out of them I mean, I, I, all I'm saying is that I'm going to have to, like, jack off in some kind of sippy cup. We need to fuck
1: way more. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's probably that's part that, of it. too. It's probably We're that, too. we too fucking busy. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah,
1: oh, we don't have the energy of 20 somethings. No, I mean probably it's probably a thing. It's I mean, I'm almost it's... fucking. I'm almost fucking 40.
0: All right, well, now I'm really hard. Keep yeah, talking about I that. Know. Oh
1: yes, my my pubes are about to turn gray.
0: Jesus. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, so but we I... wouldn't know, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: they're not there. So
0: please I... don't listen, to this Earl.
1: I prepared a couple of questions.
0: You prepared questions for whom?
1: For you. For me? And I'll answer them, too.
0: Okay. Well, oh, shit.
1: So, first question. Okay, and what is kind of questions
0: sh- are these? Just to you'll let me see. know. No, okay. you'll see. It's a surprise. All right. It's
1: a fucking surprise. We'll we'll play the game. game. Yeah. Play the game, motherfucker. Motherfucker? English. Do English,
0: motherfucker. Do you speak it?
1: English, motherfucker. Do you speak
0: it? Say what? One more time, motherfucker. I One double One more time, dear.
1: motherfucker. I double-deer. Okay, so first question. Okay. What is the most annoying thing you love about me?
0: The most annoying thing that I love about you? Mm-hmm.
1: And I will answer the question about you as well.
0: Something that you do that annoys me that I still love? That
1: you fucking love. Oh,
0: man. It's probably like when you squeeze me really hard. Like <laughs> you'll you'll just like dig your fingers into my ribs almost, sometimes my shoulder, but it's usually that part of me that's like, it's like the ribs and the side, like the obliques and you'll just squeeze and it's like those little delicate, like uh, almost ticklish (laughs) spots on me and you'll just... You've got this fucking grip strength like a motherfucker. Like, I swear to God, when we're doing this uh, jacking off into the cup thing, you're probably gonna jerk my dick <laughs> right off. Cause you got some grip strength like a motherfucker. You got grip strength better than the fucking world record holding deadlifting motherfucker on this whole fucking planet. You got some grip strength like a motherfucker. So it's like when you squeeze me, cause it tickles, but it also hurts a little bit. And it's also like, oh my God, you're gonna pop my continuous glucose monitor off. But. <laughs> Also, it's like very lovable because you're not obviously you're not doing it to piss me off. Mm-hmm. It's like just That's this cute so thing much that you do, emotion yeah, that you I'm just like want to squeeze oh, me. Oh, yeah, okay, oh. I never really understood like like loving someone someone so much that you wanted to just squeeze the fucking shit out of them. But I feel like being close to you, I, I've come to understand that impulse a little bit better.
1: Mm.
0: So now you're going to answer that question.
1: No, I'm going to answer that question. All right. So, you sleep so fucking late.
0: Late? Late. Okay.
1: Like, when, when you don't have something going on in the morning.
0: Okay. So, you're you talking about, like, a, sleep, a random Tuesday, right?
1: You can sleep like you 80.
0: Like I'm 80? Like I don't think 80-year-olds sleep that well, I though.
1: think sometimes they can.
0: I think my grandma sleeps a lot, but I don't think she sleeps late. I mean,
1: they own a lot of drugs, so they can
0: sleep. <laughs> however, <clears>
1: however, you look... So cute when you do this little nuzzling thing. So you like nuzzle your head up on the pillow.
0: So like like I'm trying to like burrow my head into the pillow. Almost. Exactly,
1: like burrow your head in okay. the pillow, and you have this cute fucking smile. And like you're probably because cup- I'm
0: enjoying sleeping, motherfucker. I'm like, this feels good, shit. I get to sleep in one day of the motherfucker week. And look, let's be real here, like. Sleeping in, what does that mean? I'm not sleeping till fucking noon. Tell everybody last time I slept till fucking noon. You,
1: you, if if you have nothing else going on, you're sleeping till like 10, 30, 11 o'clock.
0: I sleep till 10 o'clock maybe once a month. What are do oh, you doing? you telling these people this fucking shit fucking for? Bullshit. What the fuck bullshit? No! <sighs> See, this is what makes us such a great married couple, uh, y'all. Oh my god. What His are you talking about? No, I sleep yes. till 9.30 at best with you are on around. fucking crap. I fucking work all the time. I work constantly.
1: If don't you don't have to get up, 30. if you have to get up. I agree. You get up half the time. I wake you up. Half like, come, time, on, say, come on, say, let's no. go wake up daddy. No. That's what I always say to him. No. Yeah. Honey, don't forget. There's a meeting at nine thirty, and you're the primary person. I disagree.
0: We're fighting now. <laughs> we're, about so, set, we're about to set the fucking example for married couples, motherfucker.
1: So anyways... It's so fucking cute, even though you're sleeping in, and I give you a kiss on your cheek, and you just nuzzle up on the pillow, and you have this cute little smile, and you're just, like, snuggling up to the pillow, and you're just, like, so cute and happy I'm and happy when sweet, I'm sleeping. And, yeah, it and feels good, man. It's just fucking
0: adorable. Yeah, it feels good. Okay.
1: Question number two.
0: I feel like question number two has to go over better than question one. Question one went horribly. Let's, let's see if question two okay. can go better. Okay.
1: So, since we have been dating... Ooh. What do you think has cost you the most? Food.
0: This is a multiple choice question.
1: It's a multiple co- multiple Shoot. choice, and you can give a little bit more detail if you'd like. I see. Okay. So, food, alcohol, fireball specifically.
0: Is no fireball is a subset of alcohol. No, it's alcohol. its own. It's its own answer.
1: It's its own answer. It's
0: its own answer. It's its own answer okay, yeah. Shit, that's tough. It's
1: a good clarification. Or clothes, or other.
0: I mean, I feel like other would win by default if I was even going to entertain choosing that one. I'm not going to choose other. But I feel like if we, like, threw in vacations and auto repairs and all other stuff, as a married couple, I mean, other is kind of like, hey, everything else. But obviously, I'm going to go with – oh, this is a tough question. Why did you have to make Fireball its own thing? Oh, this is hard. Okay, so I'm going to go alcohol. Simply because Fireball is relatively cheap. And I have kind of expensive tastes when it comes to alcohol. You fucking do. I do. I do. Because I don't, for me, it's about quality, not quantity. I don't need a lot. I'm not a drunk. I don't drink every day. I don't like to, I don't need to get shit faced. Most days. Well, you know, I do live with you. So look, I need a little something to get me through. But what I'm saying is that. I'm not one of these guys who so has to sweet. drink this whole bottle of, I know, well, that's the point of this, right? It's to be sweet. I don't need to drink the whole bottle of, like, plastic bottle of vodka to get fucked up and forget who I am. I'm okay spending a little bit of extra, give me a single barrel a bourbon, something from Kentucky, give me something... That's a little bit more expensive and pricey, and I'll sip on it. I'll make it last very long. I'll put a nipple on that motherfucker and just sip, sip, sip a little bit at a time. I'll nurse that motherfucker for a long time. But I feel like because I have expensive tastes and because you also like to help me drink, and that really hastens things a little bit... (laughs) Even, <laughs> a little bit. Even subbing out the fireball, I feel like we have probably we probably spend more money on booze, really. Than Although food. food. food is close because every time I look at the bill, when you and me go someplace, we eat, we drink, we do both. And you look at the bill, and let's say it's a $100 bill. It's 50-50 mm. right down mm. the middle. We spend 50 bucks on food. We spend 50 fucking bucks on fucking booze. And I don't know anybody I ever fucking did that with. I don't know nobody that fucking drank fist this much. Yeah, fist bump. Team me. Go Team me. Mm. That's mm. why we call it Team Elmi. Me, motherfuckers.
1: I mean I think food wins, but I think if we look Okay, lo- so
0: you get you got a different answer than me. I chose but, alcohol, you're choosing food.
1: But I think if we were to look at um you know, how often do we need to eat versus how often do we need to drink? So it almost is like, you know, we need to eat to survive. So yeah. it has like a higher um priority. So it's like it would get a one. I don't. I don't know how we would rate it, but
0: well, I think in terms of like hierarchies gives, of needs, food is a little higher than fucking booze. I'm sorry, definitely on
1: most days. But um, so it's almost like it has a ratio. So I would expect to spend for a normal couple, for a normal twosome. You know, there's probably an, uh, an acceptable ratio, like three to one. Three you know, to one, what? What's the? Ah, uh, so three dollars for every dollar we spend on alcohol.
0: So three dollars food, one dollar alcohol. Yes. You don't do that shit at all. Yeah. You like the opposite of that motherfucker. You like I'll eat a hot dog, but fucking give me eight eight things of fireball. I know, right? I know. Yeah.
1: So so that's where you know if we look at it in terms of a ratio. Yeah. You know because obviously we need to eat three four or five times a day.
0: Indeed. Yeah.
1: But alcohol.
0: Well, we eat for breakfast. We seldom drink booze for breakfast. No. Almost never. I mean, only, only like I mean, four times gave a week. You give me such
1: a fucking hard time about it.
0: Well, you know, I mean, it's I,
1: not even ten o'clock yet.
0: I, well, that's true. I'm not even awake yet. Yes. But you're. If you tell the story, I'm not even awake yet. It's ten. I'm sleeping. You could drink as much as you fucking want. I'm not stopping you. I'm asleep, making a fucking face, doing this I'm on I'm my on sl- my that's pillow. That's a good
1: point. You're fucking yeah. sleeping. Yeah, drink as take much advantage. as you want. Yeah. Okay, so question number, final question.
0: This is the last one? That's too bad. I was hoping we could go on with this. This has been so fucking enjoyable.
1: I know. I know. Okay. Well, don't worry. We'll work on it. We'll come up with more. So, if you could change one thing about me or our relationship.
0: About you physically or our relationship dynamic.
1: Yeah, what would it be? Ooh. I'd go easy on the physically part.
0: Yeah, this—that's a tough question. Yeah, I maybe feel like. even
1: stare away from physically. I didn't say physically. You actually added physically.
0: I, well, Motherfucker, you said, what
1: are you trying to say? I'm
0: trying to say you said you change you want to change about me about physically. You. I said you said change about you. What you got?
1: What's what's your beef?
0: Look, I don't want to say bigger titties, but what 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 comes to my mind? my titties
1: have grown in a fu- like gone know, up a cup size. At any rate, you think I'm fat?
0: Change about you or a relationship? I, honestly, you know what? This question is fucking poison anyway. This is a trick fucking question. I didn't question. even think
1: of that, but it's a okay. trick so fucking
0: question. So you know what? I, I plead the fifth. <laughs> I plead the fifth, motherfucker. I can't answer this shit. I'm going to fucking get kicked in the nuts. I can't produce for these motherfuckers next week if you fucking kick me in the nuts for this shit.
1: Okay, okay, okay. I got to be able so to produce
0: some juice for these motherfuckers. Some you, dick milk.
1: If you could change one thing about our, like, relationships. What would
0: one it thing appear? about our relationship. Okay, yes. good. Because I don't want to touch the Not physical part. Not me physically. Look, I wouldn't change you physically. Good. But I don't know that I would change your relationship either because it's pretty perfect. So
1: So is there any one thing? Just think outside the box. Mm,
0: think outside the box. Something. So you mean outside of the vagina? Outside of the vagina. Yeah, box?
1: that's actually yeah, little interpretation. Because I was gonna but make changes, certain changes physically. to the
0: interior of your vagina.
1: What the fuck would you change about the interior of my vagina? Well, I
0: was gonna put these spinning balls in. <laughs> I was going to remodel it so it looks like the inside of a tennis ball that I cut a hole into, you know, because, you know, oh
1: my us gosh. guys, you know
0: what we're into, you know, I like fucking a tennis... I <laughs> what like is fu- that called? The, the pussy with your, thing? The, the, no, the, the pocket pussy. Pocket pussy. Pocket, pocket pussy, pussy. yeah. Great, the so problem I'm not living up to that expectation. Yeah, the problem with your vagina is it's not rubber enough. I wow. mean, you know, I could be banging some piece of molded rubber that smells like <laughs> the inside of a new car, but, you know... And whatever such, i have so, like a real life
1: life with, vagina
0: that life i gotta vagina. deal with it's terrible oh so <sighs> i kind of wish you'd given me this you'd fed me this question earlier i could have slept on it, mm. i could have this Mm-mm. this It's a tough fucking question i feel like we're gonna end this podcast Mm-mm. with you pissed at me regardless Mm-mm.
1: that's too bad bro
0: so uh what would i change about us Am I allowed to, like, just make us millionaires or it has to actually be some form of, like, relationship dynamic?
1: I mean, it could be anything about our life.
0: Anything about our what life?
1: What would you like to see more of <clears throat> or more out of me? Want me to go first?
0: Yes, please. Would you please go first? That, mm-hmm. th- that would be great. I'm a gentleman after all. I think ladies yeah, should go
1: first. true. I was my my my. Thing is this was, gonna hurt my feelings? No, I feel like
0: this is gonna hurt my feelings.
1: It's definitely not.
0: I'm a softy. It's easy to hurt softie. my feelings. It is, y'all. It mm. is. All right, all right. So
1: all right. I wish that you loved reality TV <laughs> as much as I do. Okay.
0: <laughs> Although that's fair. That's wait, fair.
1: Wait, 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 wait.
0: You have more. There's more. Tell Wait. me. I'm waiting.
1: You do like reality TV as much as I do.
0: Yeah, <sighs> I do like dick as much as you do. Yeah, yeah. In so and that was a bad mouth.
1: example.
0: It was a terrible example. Um,
1: I, and I don't. But
0: uh, to, I to be fair, I love how much
1: you love reality TV. To be
0: fair, I love watching reality TV with you. I don't think it would be the same if I were to. Watch reality TV with anyone else, and certainly not by myself. I don't think it would be enjoyable at all by myself. But I will say, I don't love reality TV as much as you do. I enjoy watching it with you, especially mm-hmm. certain things like um, The Bachelor, The Bachelorette.
1: Oh my God, I love watching that with Bachelor you. Bachelor so in much. Paradise.
0: <laughs> best. Bachelor in Paradise oh, is my absolute it. favorite. The reason I love Bachelor in Paradise is they don't try to be all like serious, like oh God, we're, we're here to find real love and I'm so serious, I'm so super serious that I'm going to date you for six weeks after this whole thing is over, where I'm going to propose to you and we're going to date for six weeks and then we're going to break up. Bull fucking shit. At least Bachelor in Paradise knows they're full of fucking shit and they're there for the drama and to get everybody drunk and act like assholes. But they've
1: had a couple of marriages out of it.
0: I know. That's how that's how ridiculous this whole show is. It's It is crazy. It's because they have just as much luck in the drunken bachelor in paradise in fucking Mexico getting people into serious, long-lasting, stable committed relationships as they do on their fucking flagship show. Fuck Mm. them. I enjoy it for what it's worth. And Mm. you know what? I don't care. I don't care how gay this makes me sound. Guess Mm. what? I I fucking love it. I've got a dick in my mouth right now. (gasps) I don't don't care how gay it makes me sound. I like The Bachelor. But I also like the voice. Kelly Clarkson is fucking hilarious Uh, in the voice. She is so
1: funny. Leona, what is his name? Leona... Lionel Richie.
0: Lionel Richie. Lionel, Lionel Richie. Yeah, Lionel. he's
1: actually my least favorite. Like, but he's, he's not on the off- voice.
0: He's on American Idol. No, uh,
1: no, he's on the voice.
0: No, Lionel Richie is on American Idol. No, really?
1: he's on the voice, bro. No, Lionel, no, Richie. you're right. He's on yeah, American thank you. Idol.
0: Lionel Richie is with Katy Perry. Katy Perry being my favorite pop artist.
1: Katy Perry actually, she has really changed my perspective by being on the show, and I think no. it's actually. So to this to this level to this point, I actually really like the pop stars or the stars, celebrities being on these shows mm-hmm. because you get to know them, and yeah. so it takes kind of this larger than life person, this person who, you know, most people dream of reaching their level, and they bring them down, and you get to know them, and it's actually really. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's really entertaining to see. It's like you feel like you get to know these celebrities, and I love it. I actually yeah. really fucking love it. Like Shakira was on when Usher. Usher was like the thing Arshababy. in the nineties. baby, yeah. And so it was fucking Early awesome. 2000s. Let's yeah. not
0: date Usher too much. Two
1: thousands. You're right. Usher baby. Right. And he was on The Voice, and it was really interesting to see. Them kind of just their personalities and characters and stuff. So, yeah, so, but, so we digress. We What's digressed. your answer?
0: Let me answer the question, please. Hold on, you're gonna have to press pause on your love of reality and television. Okay, mm-hmm. there's only so much time in this podcast every mm-hmm. week. Okay, and I gotta answer the question. So, mm-hmm. um, I think maybe just to be very, very safe oh, with boy. the answer to this question, very, very safe.
1: I know you want me to so, shave my vagina more. I'm start. not going to
0: say, yeah, um, more like very clean, you know, just shave it all off, bald. Um, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say vaginal rejuvenation because I don't <gasps> think we can afford that surgery. <gasps> for- <laughs> I don't for think so. Sake- I don't think uh, we can afford that just yet. I don't believe the insurance covers I've looked into it ad nauseum. I've really <laughs> looked into it. And I don't think our current our current policy is pretty good, but I don't think it covers vaginal rejuvenation oh just God. yet. We're gonna tighten that thing up though eventually. I'm telling you. If I gotta Kegels. sew it up myself, Kegels. Baby, I'm telling I've been you. doing the Kegels. Yeah. Well what's gonna happen. I mean at, like once a, of, it once a week. Isn't once a week enough? Once a week? Twice a day. Twice? What? Oh my God, you've been riding that bike too much. You put way too many miles on that bike. I'm telling you, I'm changing that seat but out. But I this enjoy that toy. I, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. That thing's huge. What do you think I'm... What do you, why do you not think I'm, I'm intimidated by that thing? It's shaped like an E.H. Taylor bottle and bigger <laughs> and longer. It's huge. I look at that thing and I'm like, the, my arm is not that big. And I used to do steroids, for Christ's sake. My arm is not that big. Well, your
1: arm used to be that big. My
0: arm mm-hmm. used to be bigger than that, but now it's pretty tiny. But at any rate, at any rate, I think... Maybe if I just answer in the same vein as you. Yeah,
1: what's your answer?
0: I think that maybe it would be nice if you had seen Big Trouble in Little China more times.
1: More times. So what would be a good?
0: Well, I think 500 is a good start.
1: A start? Let's talk about bite-sized goals, buddy.
0: That is a bite-sized. Look, starting point is 500 times. 500 times starting point. It's the finest movie ever made. Hello. Also, how many times have you seen Conan the Barbarian?
1: Did I hear you right?
0: Yeah. 500. 500. Okay. It's a two-hour film. It's not even two hours. It's probably- 500.
1: So that would be- It's probably
0: 95 minutes. So so 95 minutes times 500. It's like 900 hours. I don't know. It's not 1,000 hours. It's like
1: 600 minutes. If you do 500 by 95 minutes, that's- 400.
0: 750, actually. Because if we're, it? let's say it's an hour and a half. So that's 500 times 1.5 is about 750 minutes. Yeah. That's not that bad. I mean, obviously, you're not going to do that over a short period of time. But look, look, our third year anniversary is coming up. I don't want to say that I'm grading you on this. But <laughs> I, I do want to say that. I mean, what I want to say, though, is that. You know, Maybe you shouldn't. You have a long time. You say it. We're gonna stay married until I die, and that's gonna be at least a year and a half from now. So you got plenty of time.
1: And that's another thing. I don't like it when you say that. When I say what? Talk about you.
0: My 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 um early demise. Yeah. Well, look.
1: Or when you just pour diet coke in your cup.
0: It's called it's called black humor, which is not to say it's not fucking funny. No, 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 no. Hold on. It's called black humor, which is not to say that it's a racist joke. It is to say that it's like not a dark, funny. yeah, it's like a dark, not funny. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe it's not funny it's to not you. Funny. Not everyone enjoys black humor. No. But so, if I could
1: if change, change my answer,
0: let me all right, change my, let, my answer. Change your answer. What was the third question again? Remind people because it's been fucking forty-five minutes <laughs> since we brought that <laughs> motherfucker up.
1: If you could change one thing,
0: one thing about me. What do you change yeah. about me? Tell me. Hit me. Okay.
1: To get rid of your black fucking humor.
0: To get rid of my black to get rid of black
1: what? And not to say that's racial humor. Okay, good. I Is thought you were making racial. It's to be dark humor comment. that's not terrible. funny, which would include you joking about you having a shorter lifespan, and people are listening. You can't see the dirty fucking look I'm giving him. It's that's a very serious. Look. It's
0: a dirty fucking. And look. it's
1: not fucking funny. It's
0: a terrible look. I, I want to throw
1: my pencil at him.
0: Don't. You're going to put an eye out, and then I'm going to die even sooner.
1: Your retinopathy would take over. <laughs> yeah, I was
0: going to say. I mean, I need both of these things, okay, in case yeah. one stops working. Yeah. all right. Your
1: retinopathy will inhibit your ability to heal, and it will just cause gangrene, and then it will die. On that note. On that note. We hope that we talk to you next week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hope I'm around for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do want to say thank you. You everybody for listening to this podcast. I really appreciate it. I hope that you are. uh, If you're enjoying the podcast, I hope you're telling your friends about it. Uh, Turn yeah, all your friends.
1: Even tell people who aren't your friends.
0: Tell your relatives. In fact, tell your mom. People you don't like. Tell your mother-in-law about this podcast, and then you can maybe you can bond with your mother-in-law over this podcast, Mm. as I have done uh, over my ejaculate on a microscope slide. Tune in next week. We got some more bullshit on the way. We love you very much.
1: And maybe we'll have an update. A baby update?
0: Mm -hmm. We should be so lucky. Cross your fingers, We'll see how many
1: many little guys are swimming in his, what do you call it, dick juice? Dick milk. Dick milk.
0: It's in the dick milk. Dick milk. I don't think we're going to have results back in a week, but maybe in two weeks we'll know about the swimmers in my dick milk. Everybody... Wait the update on my dick now. No. Peace, motherfuckers. Problems, sometimes I try to pick them, but I think I might be happy with my current
1: way of living. It's just dope to be existing. I don't think I really can no more. Got my music, got my drink, I'm vibing, so don't kill.